Hello everyone and welcome once again to Yadi Yadi Boys, the official Churches Bizarre Adventure podcast of the anime, of the manga, of the Hirikoraki. I'm your host, Eddie Colazzo, and I live, bitch. And with me as always is Brooks Oglesby. Hi, I'm Brooks, aka Spaghetti Finger Overdrive. And I'm also alive. What's been going on with you? Nothing. <laughs> just, <laughs> just a regular normal week for uh-huh. me. Uh, sometimes sometimes you hang out at home, sometimes you go other places. Uh-huh. But it's mostly the same. So, to fill everyone in who hasn't, isn't in the Discord, uh, starting last Sunday, I had a very bad pain in my side. Mm-hmm. And I said, this is nothing. This is fine. <laughs> and then when I went to school, I was driving to school on Monday, and I said, uh-oh. Uh-uh. <laughs> nope. Uh, I said, I'm not going to do this today. So I went uh, to the urgent care, and they said, fuck if I know. So they sent me to the emergency room, which I've never been to before. Mm. And I was there, and they said, this is bad. You're going to the hospital. And then I went to the hospital, and they said, we don't know what this is. You're going to a different hospital. Cool. <laughs> so they sent me there. And a long story short, I have Crohn's disease. Yeah. Uh, not very rare to get the double whammy ulcerative colitis uh, Crohn's disease. Right. God just sort of keeps hitting you with it, huh? Just every, uh... Kind of a Book of Job situation. <laughs> kind of really testing my my resolve. I should have oh, Yeah, resolved. yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, so... That's kind of been my week. I've been in, in hospital, as they say, uh-huh. over the pond. So, I'm, I'm home now. As you can tell, I'm not recording this from... Right. You know, my hospital bed. But, uh, yeah. My, my shit's a disaster. Uh, forever. So... Yeah. It's cool that I got the two forever diseases. <laughs> <laughs> Too often people get diseases with cures. Yeah, not me. It's all concentrated in one area. Right. Arms, strong as fuck. Legs, Stro- imp- legs, impossible to fuck with. Intestines, here's where they start trying to treat <laughs> This one's hard. This one's hard. But uh, thank you to the pgot community for your sending me your strength in my trying time mm-hmm. so i appreciate that yeah, absolute legend um anyway <laughs> you want to talk about jojo yeah uh where did we leave off two weeks ago uh somebody Jorno uh, and misto were in a car it was very cold and um stannis burned his daughter and then uh oh, yeah. he Episode decided 19 he decided to drive into the canal uh, yeah, it was, uh, in the middle of the fight with Gyacho. Gyacho. And then we, we saw, what did you, what did you think of these episodes before we started? I gotta say, I'm sort of liking part five. Part five, it turns out, is pretty good. It's pretty good. I'm enjoying it a lot. And these two, cause I, I watched these episodes at like four o'clock last night and I'm an old, old man now. So that's mm-hmm. kind of rough for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, you know, it was one of the situations where I was like, I'll watch one tonight and I'll watch one more in the morning. But I kind of had to keep watching. You saw the title of that next episode. The final like, mission I, I, from The Boss. Oh, this ought to be good. Yeah, and it, hey, it was. It was. Part five, I, I feel like part five um, has a reputation of not being as good as the others. Uh-huh. But I feel like that was because for so long there was no good translation of it. Ah. So, uh. There was no that, funny doing. There was, there was, yeah, there was no funny doing. It was just, like, bad. Right. Um, but it turns out it's really good, actually. I mean, we did get to finish, like, one of the best fights in the series, so... Right. We're coming off a high note here. 
Sometimes you uh, just get shot 100 times and it's good. And you decide and you that want you're it, not dead. And you want it to happen, actually. <laughs> yeah, that's your strategy. This is victory line. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, we're, we're in Venezia. Yep. Uh, I did watch this episode last week because I was very excited to watch it. Right. So, I, I don't I'll take, listen, I'll, I will, I will be both sets of footprints on the sand this You'll episode. You'll be both hands on the wheel of this car. Yeah. Driving me into the canal. Yeah, so the car, they, they, they go into the canal and it's starting to sink very slow and Jorno's hands get frozen from punching. And Jorno's like, I'm Dio's son and Dio had a son and he, we need to retrieve the, uh, the disc from that lion statue. Mm-hmm. And the reason he drove into the canal was because they're surrounded by water. So that will take them longer to freeze than air. So that's the science of why he did that. <laughs> Uh, he does get the good line of shit driving into the canal is a bad idea. <laughs> Which is true. He's got a point. Uh, so this is kind of, it's kind of like the episode where Jon Snow and his friends are like stuck on the icy lake. You know, they're, they're And they, and they kind of just sit there for a full day. They sit there and then, um. Why didn't Amista uh, and Jorna just stay in the car? They should have just stayed in the, well, they, in the Game of Thrones, they didn't have fucking Bakugo right next to them who was yelling at them. Yeah, true. That, that would be very annoying. So then, um, so we get fighting gold again, still for the one hundredth time, and then I feel like we. we I might feel have like gotten the, this is the last sort of one, though. Oh, something, something in the next episode making me be. Yeah, like, I'm beginning to think <laughs> something. Like as soon as some things happen next episode, I was like, I think that this might be the end of fighting gold. Only time will tell. Right. But, uh, so, uh, Mista and Jorno are fighting cold, and the uh, Mista wants, he's like, Jorno, turn the car into a plant! That's, see, that's a JoJo line that I never see taken out of context, but it could be. It's just a throwaway at this point. It's really like, <laughs> turn, I have a turn the car into a plant, Jorno. It's like the tenth weirdest thing from these two episodes. <laughs> yeah, I know. But then he's like, ah, oh, fuck, I can't, because he freezes the vines, and it's too cold for anything but short grass. Tundra grass. Right, yes. But Mista loves it. He says, I need more short tundra grass. That's my favorite strain. And yeah. my next my next note is just, fuck yeah, dude. Okay, so here we are- This is not- where I was like, this is I why Eddie likes this one. I don't know how- I feel like, uh, um, especially more than Game of Thrones, people watch along with us. Mm-hmm. But for anyone who maybe only listens or just follows along through this podcast, here is literally what happens in this- scene yeah uh mr's like uh jordan's like oh no because of like the cold weather i can only make this short tundra grass and jordan and mr's like actually this is great keep making me more of it so he does and mr's like ripping it out into in handfuls Mm -hmm. and then he patches it together and makes a snowboard out of grass friendship ended with ton petty hang glider out of leaves Mr. Rules, and dude. Makes, and he makes a full rigid snowboard and fucking flies across the ice that Gacho's making. It's pretty good. It's and there's a sick shot, like it's a sick shot of Mister doing like a, a oh, flip, yeah. and the camera's underneath him as he does a cool snowboard trick. Yeah, <laughs> he does a fucking uh, McTwist. But then um, Gacho's just like, I can just stop my ice. So he, he does. And he does, he does he do does that, even, and Mister falls into the the canal. Oh, it would have been, it's so sick though. It's pretty fucking cool. And it's only like 20 seconds, like it's not a big deal. Yeah, it doesn't even work, but you don't even remember that it doesn't work. (laughs) Exactly. So, Um, why, so, Mist is like sinking into the canal again, and Jorno got unfrozen, 
and white uh white i uh, fucking yeah white ice is doing like perfect butterfly swimming strokes towards mista yeah. which is pretty good in in a full suit that has uh ice skates attached to it yeah 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 mm-hmm. and then mista who's like underwater is like better better pull the strap out yeah <laughs> you know i got this on me mm-hmm. my little sons <laughs> um and what happens, Jonah, like, starts turning the grass back into car parts. Right, so, Miss, right before Mista gets to the bank of the, the river, he fires some bullets to collect the snowboard grass. Sure. And fires some of the grass into Giaccio, and it turns into a car part in his forehead and hurts him. The famous car part of Large Screw. Large <laughs> Screw. Uh-huh. And then, he, yeah, he shoots him in the forehead exactly one million times, which buys them a little bit of time in part five directly into his forehead. It, it's the exact same thing from the old, like, the fight a couple weeks ago, where Mista mm-hmm. hits the guy in the forehead a bunch of times, pushing the bullet through his brain. Mm-hmm. But he's and got he's a cool fine. helmet on. Well, at least in this sense, it, it makes sense, because he has a full, like, yeah. head of ice. Yeah. So. Uh, and then, like, this happens, and then uh, Gyacho, like, is sinking to the bottom of the lake. Mm-hmm. And then Jorna's like, okay, now that this is taken care of, let's get the disc. Uh, and get out of here. And Mr.'s like, nah. No. It's, <laughs> I'm it's, gonna kill him for it's real. It's minute number six. We have to fuck yeah. up a couple more times. <laughs> we haven't shown our resolve yet. Yeah. We haven't been put in a situation <laughs> to show it. Yeah, so. Jorno's just like, Mr. The, the disc! And Mr.'s like, I, I wonder I how he I can re- breathe if he's surrounded by ice. Hmm. I think I retweeted, or I, I saw on Twitter a compilation of all the times Jorno says, Mr. in this episode. <laughs> It's just him screaming it nonstop. It's good. He it's wants just... to be one of the bullets. Uh, hey, did you notice this? That Mr.'s like, actually, I have a cool idea. And he fires into the water, and, like, a bunch of fish float up. Right. G- and Gacha's like, hey, uh, you actually missed me with all your shots. Did you see how many shots he shot? He f- did four of them. He did four shots. Do you get it? It's his thing. Yeah, it, that's, that's when fucking... it's bad. And did you also notice that right before that, um... Uh, numbers one and two of the Sex Pistols um, say, shit, let's scram! And then Mr. <laughs> tells them to shut up. <laughs> yes. It's that's good. How, that's how you can tell he's stressed. He's he's yeah. disciplining his sons for not having resolve. <laughs> well, like, the, you know. he's going to do an ice attack again! Well, five is, uh, number five is the one that's like, that's the, the ride or die Son. Yeah, because this is where we learn that he's breathing from the back of his neck, and that's the one opening of his stand armor. But then later, he's like, actually, I don't have to do that. And I'm like, okay. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> and then, this, but yeah, then he, he shoots some fish, but that, he shot some fish to make Giaccio look down. Look down. Which, uh, so, which uh, reveals the back of the neck Zelda eye weak spot. Mm-hmm. And then the pistols uh, redirect the bullet right there, and they all go, "We did it, bullseye!" And it's that's just when I thought the fight was over, and it's they tricked me again. Uh, turns out it, it wasn't. Uh, I so, but then um, something happens where Gacho has like a second ability, which is called gently weeps, which it's, is cool. It's so fucking good that he just white eyes gently weeps. It's pretty yeah, good. He says, he says white album, but you know. I mean, I, I, I mean, there's no way of knowing for sure what there's, is real. There's no way to know for sure what he says. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know what it does. It seems like that's, it's like freezing air molecules it's, or something. He says, I'd already created a wall of frozen air, and it takes a lot of power, but nothing can shoot at him now. Okay. So, basically, whatever it needs to do 
It's yeah, they, extremely low temperature stop everything, and then they hear that there's a ricocheting bullet around. And then Mist- happens- this is the first time when Mista gets murked through the chest. Yeah. And his boys don't help him. I guess they were, like, mad at getting yelled at, but, like, they did well, not want to redirect this bullet. He didn't, he didn't give the order. Right. Like, he has to tell them. They're very earnest, but they're also incredibly dumb. Right. It's, don't let me get shot. They, she should have yeah. said that. Should have, yeah, should have, yeah. Um, the next note I have here is the only ones who can open up a path are those with resolve. So. Yeah, there's, so, yeah, my next note is, hey, why is Jorno not helping at this point? Uh-huh. Jorno's just sort of sitting on a raft, 20 feet away, coming up with different synonyms for determination. Yeah. <laughs> As Mr. is just getting destroyed by his He just got voice. shot in the chest, and he's like, well, there's resolve, and there's, there's um, believing in yourself. Uh-huh. There's there's strength. Uh, Chikara. Chikara. <laughs> um, anyway, and then the note I have after this is, I should be able to shoot the, into the hole in his neck again. Yeah, pretty much. So, um... So I guess that's just kind of Mrs. Plan. Yeah, because uh, this is where this is where uh, White Album he opens up the lion statue and he sees the disc and he's like, I can use this to find Boss's location. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, also we should note that resolve is what we need, but resolve doesn't mean sacrifice. That is important. What, what does it mean? Who knows? Who can say? Anyway, it's time for a flashback of Mista's past, where he looked at some well, bullets slowly. Well, first before the flashback, so this in remember we got Mrs. Story earlier. Um, where he, like, activated bullet time and, like, shot six guys in one right, second. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, in the, in the manga, that, all that is here. Like, we don't get that earlier. Oh. Uh, so, but it, it doesn't really matter. They kind of, like, expanded it a little to make him more, more character. Mm-hmm. But before the flashback, Giorno yells Mista and smashes his arm into a rock and blood flies everywhere. Yeah, why is this, <laughs> I was wondering why his very fucked up bloody arm is like that now. So I guess I that's sort of which what he does. I my favorite a thing that's like one thing everyone knows he's notes is like oh I actually wanted you to kick me in the balls. But another one is like one character sending the other a message by just completely destroying their own body. Mm-hmm. Like this, uh, I feel like there was one earlier with like the mirror, and of course fucking Kakyoin actually getting killed. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah. Anyway, uh, we get his backstory. And uh, his happy-go-lucky life is over. It's true. It's Bruno's real good in this but scene. The good thing is that Mr. even though he's in prison, he gets, still gets to wear a hat. <laughs> you can either get a phone call or a hat, and Mr. took. But the it's hat. it's a it's a different one than he wears now to show the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's very Mister kills six guys in one second with a with a gun, one bullet, and Mi- Bruno bails Mister out and says, "I've decided that you acted out of self defense." There's an excellent ristorante nearby. <laughs> he does like this ristorante. It's a nice, pretty nice place. Uh, and then he goes there and, and, yeah, so, uh, Bruno bails Mr. Atta. This is how prison works. Yep. Um, he just bails him out after he's been there for like months. And then he, Mr.'s like, so, you must be like a mafia guy. And Bruno's like, what would you like to order? He's like, I'll have the fettuccine and the ravioli and the chocolate cake. Like, he just goes crazy, like, ordering everything. Uh-huh. And this is when Mr. learned that people have predetermined destinies. Yeah, he, yeah, that's why he must have ordered the bruschetta. Uh-huh. Oh, it, it looks so good. It does look real good. <laughs> and he makes it for all his friends. Mm-hmm. Who he, who he meets, like, the rest of Bruno's gang, they're just, like, friends immediately. <laughs> um... Anyway, he learns that people have predetermined destinies, and it was his destiny to, like, 
work for Bruno and be a yeah. Cool and now he's like in present day, he's like I now see a path through the ice, which is through the darkness, which is what I Bruno d- taught me. Sorry to go back for a minute. You got it. But remember in um, I just remember this little detail. Remember in um, the fight with Fisherman, uh, when he does oh. the like he reloads by doing the bullets out of his hat and we were like that's so dumb pretty good it actually worked and this time because his like hands were all frozen he has so many bullets up there so it paid off it's like the thing he he planned for this. yeah it was chekhov's hat and it's chekhov's full of bullets do you remember anyway i just want to throw that in mm-hmm. um anyway i still have absolutely no idea how uh white album deflected all the bullets yeah there's one stand in this episode that you have no idea how it works and it's white album yep exactly <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, he, uh, Mista aims all of his bullets at, like, this fucking flagpole, and it ricochets a million times, and the boys go, yeehaw! And it works at first, but not really at now. Because then, he, like, uh, Gacho gets shot again, but he's like, actually, I took, like, the air around me, and I froze it in my suit to create, like, a barrier in my suit or something. It's just, four or five times know. in this episode, he goes, it's actually really cold, so, I, no, it didn't work doesn't matter and then mista um, takes fucking six bullets all over his entire body not in the helmet and, and he creates like little ice crystals all around him that the bullets reflect off of back to mista he gets shot six times he gets shot at least 18 times in this episode yeah um but then he like the bullets keep he keeps like reloading and firing and they keep right like, he says this is my resolve to be shot by 18 bullets I think uh, Gacha must say this, but it says the resolve to be filled with holes and depart to the next world. That <laughs> very well could be Mista. Um, it could be. but uh, And then it is the most JoJo shit of all time that actually I wanted to be shot six times. I wanted all this blood outside of my body. Because it, like, splatters all over Gacho's mask and then he can't see. Right. And I then and earlier when Mister was like ricocheting the bullets off of the pole, it was making it like into a sharp point. Yep. And then he fires them back into it to like pin his neck against the, the very. You don't point. like to see it. I did not a big fan of you know me it's and kind of and a neck a slow neck. stabby at the bit at the, the base of the neck. Don't like that one. Anyway, then Gacho, it's his turn <laughs> to be like, "This is good, actually." Yeah. <laughs> because his neck like kind of is into it. And he's like, actually, what I did is I froze all the blood to support my head, so it can't be pushed back uh-huh. even uh, further. And then the, the little minion boys explain that, like, like they're like, Mista, if you take any more shots, you're going to die, and also us, too, will also die, so don't, so please, please, don't do please, that. Mista, do not take any more bullets to your head or your <laughs> body like, or anywhere else. My fucking Swiss cheese boy at this point. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and then fucking Giorno just comes out of the water and gets a beautiful, like, studio shot of his, <laughs> he says Mr. Resolve is shining even brighter than the rising sun, but the sun is, like, oh, on yeah. him. Yeah, it's, you have the fucking halo effect behind him. Br- Br- Mr.'s fucking bleeding out from his 26 bullet holes and Giorno's, like, doing <laughs> fucking passion looks yeah. at the camera. <laughs> And he's like, anyway, y'all mind if I... And then he just kills Gacho. He just yeah, kick, pretty much. Muda kicks him to death. Yeah. There's still um, fucking, like... I kind of didn't get the sort of pacing of this. Yeah. So, like, it seems like Gacho died at first, but then, like, because, like, he does the thing where, like, when Iggy dies, his blood explodes. Mm-hmm. And that's how you know. So mm-hmm. he does that, but then he's like, actually, this is my proof that I have stronger resolve. And there's actually still one bullet going around, ricocheting through my ice. And it goes right into Mista's head, and it's like the fucking... 
every missed episode he has to die for real and then actually know. Mm. But then it's like a fucking smash cut to Jorno holding Mista in his arms. I think because, uh, I think as the bullet, like, hit him, he, like, turned it into life or whatever. Ah. Because we see the bullet go in and then kind of just, like, shoop, like, turn to skin. Okay, because the way that I, the only way that I could make sense of that scene was, like, were they trying to fucking show us that Jorno has, like, a baby version of the world now? But no, he doesn't. No, he just turned it, because later on he's, like, uh, he explains it. He's, like, I'm just turning the bullets, like, into body parts. Oh, yeah, I forgot forgot about that. That's probably just him doing that. And then he he does he, he does, does big Muda, Muda, big Muda, and Gacha dies, and we see the the thing go through his neck, and it's bad. It's bad. Um, but then Mista says about Giorno, it almost feels like he's my capo, even more than Butcherati. Mm-hmm. Like Treasonous. you know the main character. <laughs> <laughs> I do because it's again I haven't sort of I don't know where this stuff is going. I haven't read the manga yet. Mm-hmm. Um, so why did you turn it to John? I turned it to John. <laughs> that's how he says it. Don't watch the anime if you haven't read the manga. <laughs> David and Dan told us not to read the manga. <laughs> uh, so, um, I still, you know, I, I, I assume, I guess I was probably 70-30 Mista's not gonna die here, but there's still the chance that Mista literally dies here. Because it's still like, it's a sunset, it's very sad. He's been shot 30 fucking times. Mm. And like... So he's laying down and, like, smiling weakly at Jorno as his eyes are closing. And it, what seems to be potentially his last words are, it's not my style to think too much about stuff. Yeah. And then he Perfect. dies. That would have been a great way for him to go out. It's pretty good. And that's when Jorno's like, actually, um, Golden Wind doesn't actually fix things. It just creates body parts. So there's going to be a lot of pain. Don't complain to me later. This is going to hurt very bad, but don't worry, you're alive. Maybe Mist is doing the thing where it's kind of like um, in Dragon Ball Z when a Saiyan has, like, a near-death experience, they gain mm. power. So he's trying to, like, gain a bullet immunity, but it's not, right. it's not working. <laughs> he's in the hyperbaric chamber where he just gets shot 30 times a day. Yeah, it, it's just not working very well. Mm-hmm. And can um, I say, at this point, I had a, my first note was, like, Mist is screaming while he's getting fixed. I was like... My note is about how it's so much more funny than Crazy Diamond. Because, like, Crazy Diamond, it's like, oh, you're all fixed, you feel good, your hat's a little different, but you feel great. And this one, just, like, a shitty, shitty puzzle stand that's like, I can give Ah! you, like... Yeah, he's, like, screaming and saying, like, fuck you, Jorno, I'll kill you. And, Uh like, it's funny Mm -hmm. up until a point. Oh, you mean the next scene? Yeah. So, what happens, like, the rest of the gang, I, I don't know, I guess they, like, dispersed at some point. And then they're yeah, all, like, fucking meeting together. Narancha is, is fucking on a gondola and sitting next to Coco Jumbo, Mr. President. Wearing the fucking, like, Resident Evil 4 merchant outfit. Yep. What are you buying? What are you selling? And then Gon- he rose by on a gondola, and we see Mista on, like, a bench as Jorno's healing him. But guess what? It looks like he's doing gay shit to him. Like a funny blow... It doesn't even really look like a blowjob. It does. I didn't even. I thought he was cranking them off. Okay. I, or yeah. Yeah. Maybe it's a handy. Okay. That makes sense. Because they're like moving around and wiggling. It wasn't the sucky sucky no Asia. It wasn't. It, but it is extremely the same th- joke from part three. Right. With Joseph and Avdol. And it's but also again. like it's fucking. It's like it's homophobic. So far be it for me to like try to improve this scene. But like it wasn't. And even also, like... Giorno Giovanna is fifteen years old. Yeah. Also a child. Forgot about that. So. But it's like, it's as, not even As he like, reminded us in the previous episode. Right. It's like, so. it's not... 
Araki didn't even, like, try to come up with, like, a clever joke. It's just, it's gay. It looks gay. It's just you. like, fucking, like, Mrs. Like, ow, it hurts. And then the viewer is supposed to be like, ah, yes, the the national sound of handjob. <laughs> you know how dramatic irony can be used to right. enhance the, the enjoyment of a series. What if the viewer knew it wasn't gay? <laughs> right. <laughs> but the character thought it was, and then nothing happened. Yeah, Shakespeare is shaking. Uh-huh. And then it goes right into the horny song. Mm-hmm. Um, my, I have one, one last note that just says the boss isn't worried. I don't know what that means. Yeah, there's a post credit scene. Oh, yeah, it's it's the boss in, like, a dark room. It's yeah, and there's like, some oh, dead guys around a computer, and it's like, ah, where's Risotto? And then he says, I'm not worried, even if Bucciarati's crew killed him. And then mm-hmm. he drops some coat, his coat and, like, vanishes, like fucking mm-hmm. Luke Skywalker, and that's pretty much it. And that's that episode. And then uh, I was so excited when I saw the next episode. Pretty good. Mission. It, did you know that on Crunchyroll, it's season four, episode 20. It, it's very good. Thank you, thank you, Crunchy Roll, for everything you you've done for us. We like it. Uh, that's the first episode. Let's check in with Speedwagon Foundation. Um, can I be unprofessional for a second and um, sure. visit the the Piss Foundation because I have been drinking a lot of water and I need to go to the bathroom. Oh, so so I'm handling it this week. <laughs> yeah, I'll be as opposed I've, to uh, today's my first day of taking creatine, and you're supposed to drink a shitload of water. So oh, I'm, you get buffed, dude. <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of yeah, I'm kind of getting shredded. No offense. <laughs> I can't wait to hear the bicep update. Yeah, you're going to be able to hear him when I flex. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, you go do that, and I'll, uh... I'll, I'll just... Okay. I'll, I, can, I'll, I can always talk to Kim. I'll turn up the yeah. gain on my mic so maybe you can hear it. I don't want to talk. You don't want to be on JoJo? I don't want to talk about JoJo. Okay, do you want to talk about us getting money? Okay. Okay. So, patreon.com slash postgamerthrones. Uh, there, you can donate money to us, and we like that when it happens, because it helps us do uh, cool and fun things. And uh, at what, for $1, there's only $1 a month, you get access to all the stuff we put on the Patreon, such as Carry Me Home, uh-huh. with me and pro- uh, producer Kim and You're I. You were going to say Pretty Kim. I was going to say Pretty, Wonderful, Beautiful Kim of my world. Uh-huh. My co-host of Carry Me Home, where we watch every single Jim Carrey movie that exists, and we rank them, and some um, lists are, you know, more accurate than others. Mine. I was talking about Brooks. Oh. Because he's not here, so I can I can compliment him. Got it, got it. Uh, this month's uh, Carry Me Home movie will be Yes Man, if you want to hear us talk about that. Can't wait to film it. I mean, record it. I mean, can't wait. See it. <laughs> Uh, at five dollars a month, you will get. We give you a special shout out in episodes, and you can send us a message that we'll read on the air. This uh, episode special user is Lewis Bol- Boland. Boland, sorry, I don't know how to say it. Scooter Lewis in the chat. Thank you, Scooter Lewis. Um, and at ten dollars a month, you'll get all that plus special user status in the Discord. And I will create a some type of creature for you. In Fire Pro Wrestling, which we do uh, infrequently stream uh, of, where we have all all the P-Gut characters battle each other in the ring. I'll create, you want me to make a gross, you want me to make you, you want me to make a gross monster, you want me to make a hideous tormentor, I'll I'll do it. And I'll put you in the game, and then you can fight in the ring for glory and the championship belt. Which is currently held, unfortunately, by uh, the villainous Dio Obama. So, hey. I, I said Dio Obama, and then you came back. Yeah, I was. Yeah, I like to hear him. <laughs> so, uh, if you think you can challenge Dio Obama, give me ten dollars, and we'll see. If, <laughs> give any ten dollars. We'll see if we can make that a reality. Um, 
Yeah, patreon.com slash post Game of Thrones. Thank you. All right, we did it? We did it. Yeah, very good. All right. Uh, can you, I just talked for all that minute. So you introduce the next episode while I take a big sip of vitamin water, zero squeezed lemonade flavored. Yeah, you got it. How is it? Okay. Well, tell me, tell me after I'll talk. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Let me, let me get a taste. Yeah. 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 Um, here, let me, um, Mm. is that your creatine juice? It's my delicious Arnold Palmer. It's sort of a treat. Oh yeah. I'm uh, you're supposed to. Buff baby. Yeah. Books is a buff baby. Oh man. Um, when you when <laughs> you take you say it like that, that was a good that was a good all man. Okay. Um, Jim's side of Pigot Nash do not interact. Um, in case I'm wrong, but I've heard that like. Are you doing starting strength? Are you doing like your deadlifts and your uh? Um, I don't know how to do any of that shit that like requires like one of those cool weight belts. Okay. So I'm just kind of I'm. So you're just doing CrossFit. <laughs> yeah, I'm just sort of bouncing around the gym and doing whatever. Those are the two ways you can work out. Yeah. Um, but, no, yeah, by the time WrestleMania rolls around, you know how last year at WrestleMania, um, Big Strong Man went into the audience and he picked an 11-year-old boy to oh fight? Oh my god, that was one human year ago. That was one human year ago, and this year he's Big Strong Man is gonna pick me, because I'm gonna be <laughs> fucking shredded. <laughs> it's gonna be so good. It's gonna be real good. You're gonna have to, it's, but we're gonna be in, like, section 804, so you're gonna have to race <laughs> the Undertaker to the ring, and we'll see who gets there first. I think I can beat him. You, yeah, I think you got it, yeah. But the good thing about creatine is that, like, you're supposed to t- uh, drink something sugary and sweet with uh, with it, because it brings, like, the fuck, the insulin brings it to your muscles or some, like, mm-hmm. fake-sounding shit like that. Mm-hmm. So I, um, popped in some delicious sour sketty <laughs> to try to get the muscles going so you're just <laughs> shoving sour sketty and creatine at the gym between reps <laughs> roll roll the sketty in the creatine <laughs> to give it an extra like i need 50 cc's layer. of sketty powder yeah stat get it's it pretty in good it's good all right so uh, this is probably our last go at fighting gold because mm-hmm. it sort of opens with a hand that i thought was maybe like a yoshikage kira reference Probably not. Mm-hmm. Um, there are also sort of some sort of things going on. But anyways, we start with Fugo and Giorno are sort of speedboating Coco Jumbo. Um, Big Fugo. The- remember Fugo? Remember Panicata Fugo? Now, he had a uh, really formidable stand that kills anybody who, like, is too close to it. That was used once. Unfortunately, uh, you know what also was only used once? Uh, Aerosmith. Aerosmith, Yeah. What's I mean, the what's the he, funny translated version of Aerosmith? Lil Bomber. Lil Bomber. He uses the like scouter in this episode. Right. He doesn't do the cool airplane thing. So Bruno is uh is IMing with the boss literally, and he's like mm-hmm. reconfirming the mission, and he's like, Oh, thanks for protecting Trish. And I'm the boss. <laughs> I'm the boss. It's me in Italy. <laughs> and he's the so it's like kind of a recorded message because the boss is like i have no way of knowing how many people are after you but this is the final mission and if you deviate from the instructions on this disc at all it will be unforgivable even if unforgivable. you fuck up by accident yep also i don't know how many of your crew are alive or what but it's unforgivable so yeah you better do it so uh, they go to the island of san giorgio maggiore which must be real yeah, it's probably... That's, it's it it's like... just off of the coast of La Isla de Volgano. So... <laughs> uh, 
It's uh, so good. There's uh, there's a big great bell tower, and that's where they have to take Trish. And there's mm-hmm. it's funny because like it's an empty building with like one room that goes to an empty elevator that goes up to the one room. But there's mm-hmm. still like fucking family circus arrows to instruct you like how to. Yeah, this is where you walk through the front door, and this is where you stand on the elevator. Yeah. Um. And anyway, th- there's more instructions. It's so someone has to escort Trish to the elevator, which yeah. only goes up to the top floor. One bodyguard, mm-hmm. no knives, guns, or cell phones, final destination. <laughs> so, and everyone else has to wait in the boat. Yeah, they're not allowed on the island, which is hard, because did you notice there's, like, some kitties that are, like, right outside of arm's length? I, th- they don't care. <laughs> so that's, they're not like, ah, oh, this cat is suspicious. Like, yeah, it just, it seems it. like a test to me. Because there's, like, some mm-hmm. little hungry kitties. But it's regular. They just put a cat there for for fun. Yeah, it's like when remember when Joseph Joestar fucking beats the shit out of a cat for no reason. He's like, "Do you want some you of my like, delicious biscotti lunch?" And would then he, you like a taste of this smoked salmon, you dumb? He cat. does a fucking Russian leg sweep. He does just knocks this cat's legs right out from under it, okay. and then he's like, "That wasn't in my personality." Ugh, I hate his dub voice, but he was he was mad at his boyfriend. They were fighting. It's fine. Yeah. Imagine fighting with your boyfriend in a villa in the Swiss Alps, and then he gets crushed by God Rock. <laughs> it does be like that sometimes. It, it sometimes it's like that. <laughs> I hate when that happens to me. <laughs> Damn, can't help being a Gemini. <laughs> Wamu is a Gemini. <laughs> um... So anyway, they're like, Mr.'s fucking like, hey, we did it, let's live it up in Venezia a few days before we get home. Which means that, like, yeah, Mr.'s saying this to, like, Narancia, and to me, that's immediately like, oh, they've both been given Avdol disease now. Yep. Or they're like, as soon as we defeat Dio, let's all hang out, all of us alive still. I'll, I'll tell you about your son as soon as right. I eat this <laughs> Basquetti El Nero in Venice. I'll tell you what 5 times 6 is right after we finish <laughs> this mission. <laughs> Uh, and and uh, then Bruno's just like, you, you idiots, like, we didn't do it yet. This is the most dangerous part. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and Jordan's like, I'm the um, main character. I will bodyguard for Trish. <laughs> and Bruno, Bruno says, absolutely not. Yeah. I do like that, like, Bruno's getting, he, like, they make sweaty eye contact with each other. Because it's like, yeah, they're both trying to, to kill funny, or at least, like, track funny boss. Like, yeah, it's it's good because Bruno and Jordan know, like, uh, Bruno's like, oh, he's doing this so he can, like, track the boss. But fucking Abaccia still hates Jorno. And he's like, who do you think you are? Yeah, Bruno's he's the capo. Bruno's gotta. He's big capo. <laughs> he's big capo. He's gotta do it. So it's kind of just, like, played off easily. Um... So yeah, Bruno knows it's like to figure out the boss's identity, and then he's like, "By the way, Giorno, this isn't suspicious. May I have one of your ladybugs that you wear? Uh, they're known to be good luck, as everyone knows." So, uh, and the sure. brooch and is like, alive now. It's alive now. It's a tracking device, which is life. So <laughs> it's the ultimate tracking well, device if you think about well, it. Well, I mean, I mean, Giorno's on the fucking laptop, like with the GPS system. So maybe it is a just a big ladybug. Yeah. With the, with the tracker in it, yeah, it's Babyface. Baby and <laughs> no, absolutely not. <laughs> and then they're like, "Well, bye." And then Church and Bruno like walk through the church, and then like them walking through the church was actually like tense. Like, yeah, because it's also just, like Trish like grows like more and more like sad and kind of weird. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, we we every now and then we cut back out to the lads, but just hanging out at the boat, and we, that's where we see the eating kitties. Mm-hmm. And then the elevator uh, doors already open. Uh, 
Uh, so they go in, and then, hey, do you, what's Trisha's character? Are you, you're asking, describe this character without describe occupation with, interference? Without, yeah. <laughs> occupation of boss's daughter. Yeah. So, but we, like, finally get, like, the s- smallest, like, hint of characterization from Trish, where yeah. she's like, we've been, like, I, she's like, I was kidnapped by fucking mob guys to go to my mob dad, who I don't even know, like, what if I don't like him? Like, what if this is terrible? Yeah, and, and then like, Bruno's like, it's good. don't worry, you'll get a different name and probably forcibly undergo plastic surgery, and then you'll have a good life. A, a good life somewhere else. It'll be great. Yeah. And she's like, okay, I you'll wasn't be the, scared. You'll be the main character of Stone Ocean. Yeah, and she she's actually, like, cowering in the corner, shaking and anime sweating. Yep. And then she's like, well, it's not like I was scared or anything. Yeah, she literally says, like, the fucking, like, what, the, the Sundere line. Yeah. Uh-huh. And they both get on the elevator, and it's actually a very nice thing where, like, it's, it's going really up to the It's really nice. And Trish, like, grabs Bruno's hand, and they hold hands. It's really nice. Oh, wait, because at first, Bruno's like, would you like to take my hand? And she's like, no, I don't want to. And then she grabs his hand in the elevator, and he, like, tightens his grip on it. It's really yeah, nice. It's nice. It's good to see. Yeah. For a second, and then he looks over, and Trish is gone. Li- immediately, he's we go to Bruno's face, and he looks back at Trish. She's gone, and then he's fucking holding her hand, like, Kira style. Yeah, the bloody Kira hand, and that's sort of it, and there's a hole in the ceiling. And Bruno and, immediately knows what's going on. He looks, and we get an extremely good, NANI! Uh-huh. But then... Bruno Bucciarati was born in the suburb of Napoli. Dude, I was so, like, it's a, it's a fun flashback and I can't wait to talk about it, but I, I was watching that clock and I was like, do not, not cut back to present day during this episode. Yeah. Do not make me wait two weeks. Uh, um, so, as with all the other characters, we get the, the life story. Yeah. Uh, he was born in the suburb of Napoli, and his father was an honest fisherman who sometimes had problems dealing with people, so you know he's gonna survive. Uh-huh. <laughs> He um, hated to be shot by goons, but otherwise a nice man. A hardworking man who did the best to provide for his family. And Araki uh, wrote another great woman character here. His kind mother? Um, his kind mother who tells him bedtime stories, and he loves to hear it. Uh, now choose which parent you want to live with for the rest of your life. Yeah. We should also say, I know that, you know, I'm sure big JoJo heads out there, like, this is old news, and I think you've already posted a picture. Baby Bruno does have the exact same haircut, and it's really good. It's so, it's so good. It's just Bruno's exact head on a small child's body. Yeah, and he just, he just got, like, a youth size of his current undershirt. Like, it's pretty, it's pretty good. It's like uh, little feet just, like, attacked him. It's exactly how it looks. Uh, so, it attacked him, like, from his neck down. Uh Uh-huh. Everything else got smaller. Yeah, even he has, like, an adult brain where he's like, I'm going to use logic reason when I'm seven years old and my parents tell me who I should live with. (laughs) Brain god, calculation master. I'm seven years old. Um, So his parents are getting a divorce, and his mom does the cool thing of saying, which parent do you want to live with? You want to live with me, your mother, who you love the most, right? Uh Uh-huh. And Bruno's fucking brain genius reasoning is, like, well, mom is a strong, independent woman, so she can do anything, but my dad is, like, sad and needs help, so I'm gonna yeah, stay with him. Yeah, he's super susceptible. To, his torso is just easily penetrable by bullets. By bullets, yeah. Um, and then his mom's like, what? Why? Anyway, goodbye forever. Yeah. And then it's see like- See you she's on like, Christmas! Yeah, she says see you on Christmas, and then it's like, Bruno only saw his mother one more time in his life because she found a sexy man in Spain or something. I don't know. This is where um, I start losing my fucking mind, where it's like- I have it in all, in all quote, like in all caps. Listen, this is great, but I need to know more about the thing. Was it the hand from the intro? 
And then we I, I learn... I must have missed a hand in the intro. There's, like, the first dripping oh, a dri- thing is, like, dripping a blood, blood hand. In, and then the chains okay, come yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so then Bruno, one day, uh, it's, like, Bruno's dad, he wants Bruno to go to a good school, so he does, like, more... Instead of fishing, he, like, rents out his boat to people or whatever. Yeah. And then these two extremely regular-looking men, they're like, Hey, Bruno's dad, take us to this island where no fish live. <laughs> and he's like, I don't know about that. And they're like, you gotta do it. It's capitalism. You it's gotta. Like, you gotta. So he says, okay, uh, I'll be right back, Bruno, and I won't die. Um, anyway, he does. <laughs> it's funny because, like, at first, I, like, the, the narrator's like, some toughs got him to sail somewhere, and that night, his dad was rescued by the Coast Guard. And it's like, oh, great, he made it out. His body riddled with bullets. I mean, Mister was fine. Yeah. But but his dad didn't have the, like, prior experience. He didn't, like, level up beak shot as his main stat. Yeah, this so. is where, yeah, it was like, what if this was Mista? But there's another character later that is Mista. Uh-huh. That we'll get to later. <laughs> um. So, yeah, these guys, because, hey, uh, on the island... It turns out the thugs were doing a drug deal. Yeah, this fucking forensic man approaches a seven-year-old in a hospital and's like, and he takes hey. out a fucking like dime bag and he's like, hey, <laughs> you know what this is? Hey, is this your pops? Is this your pops? Hey, this is the evidence of the case. Hope your dad doesn't die. He's a good witness. <laughs> huh? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So now Bruno hated drug, sort of, not as much as when Giorno talks to him once, but he doesn't care for it now. And now we know why. Remember when Mrs. Manini was like, "Please, um, help." Please help. <laughs> Mrs. Manini Act 2. Yeah. I catch down on my shell, Bujarati. Um, <laughs> so, we, like, when this happened, I remember we were like, oh, maybe Bruno knows, like, who the drug dealer is. But he just hates drugs. Like, she said the word drugs and he started flipping out. Yeah, hate, that's what they're called. I hate them. Uh-huh. Um, anyway, uh, his dad survives. But then these fucking thugs, they're like Spider-Mans, and they Yeah, they come bring their to fucking the- Dothraki Iraq in the yeah. fucking... They climb through the hospital window, and they're like, Oh, man, we had to wake up so late at night to kill this guy, but he saw it, and it's evidence. Yeah. Anyway, here I go, and fucking Bruno is seven years old, and he's under the bed and stabs this dude right in the neck. It's pretty... And then he murks the other dude right through the eye hole, which is He pretty... fucking Arya Starks, both of them. Yeah, like, they're like, oh, I'm glad Lady Catelyn and, and Summer aren't in here. You're not supposed to be here. And then <laughs> fucking Mista jumps through the window and bites the guy's neck out. <laughs> that is what I say when a seven-year-old baby has a knife at me. <laughs> it's true, though. Yeah. So he just murders both of these guys, and he's like, I'll protect you, Dad. Yep. Anyway, guess I'll join the mafia. <laughs> <laughs> Just fucking like cold as ice as a seven-year-old. It's pretty so good. So his reasoning is like, oh, well, I killed these guys, and like I know they'll come after me and my dad. So like, in order to like stop people from coming after me, like I have to pledge my loyalty to the mafia. Yeah, he says yeah. you can't you can't trust the police, so you gotta you gotta I go mean, to the mafia. Only trust your knife. <laughs> um. Anyway, his he's like lives with his dad for a bit, but then it's like five years later, his dad just dies because of being shot seven yeah, times. Big hurdy. And Bruno goes to his dad's funeral in a black version of his zipper outfit. <laughs> it's pretty good. Uh huh. And you're just standing there in the rain. Um, and then they show this like, ah, oh, Bruno was working his way up through the ranks of the mafia, mm-hmm. and he, I, I guess he like, it's some other just mafia goon who he like knocks down, and he's just like, like 
I don't know. He did something wrong. He's he's and, he's being leaky at Luca right now, and he's like, yeah. "Oh, you don't cross he's, Popo, he's in, don't you?" He's, yeah, he's enforcing Popo's rules, and he sees another dime bag fall out of this guy's pocket, and he says, "Drugs? I thought these were illegal." <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, pretty much. He sees drugs twice, and that's his backstory. This was sick. Like this transition. Oh, the wheels of fate turning into the zipper. There's that, and then it's like, I think it's him, like, screaming at the drugs, and then it's, like, back immediately into real time of him screaming again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, uh, you betrayed my, you betrayed me once with this drug shit, and once again, you have betrayed my heart. Uh I'm going to kill you, boss! It's so, and, like, the most repulsive form of evil is to exploit innocent people. I mean, how could a father do this to his own daughter just to cover his own ass? It rules. Yeah. It's like, it's he, a very, it's like, it's, it's the, it's, I've, uh, sorry for talking about Game of Thrones for the first time, but this is like Drogo saying that he's gonna go to the Seven Kingdoms. Like, it's so fucking Yeah, like, cool. go across the Salty Sea or whatever. Yeah. Like, the Deadly Sea. Yeah. You just like, sh- you know, and it's like, it, it's, yeah, it's anime, so you just, you talk out loud sometimes about your intentions. But this and is so says, just like, he's fucking yelling, like, I'm going yeah. to kill the boss. And he says it will be an assassination as he rides a huge zipper down the elevator shaft. It's pretty good. Um, and he gets, like, down and he's like, oh, yes, the bottom of the church that everyone, every church has, which we know about. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I actually, that is something that I actually, I kind of, I think is intentional. But, like, it's, so, like, we learn, ah, we'll, t- we'll talk about that later. Mm-hmm. But it's good and we like it and he says it'll be an assassination. So he gets down to the bottom basement of the church, and he he's like, as he's going down, he's seeing like blood trails or whatever. So he's like, oh, I know they're going this way, and he he gets there and he's hiding. Um, and then, I don't know when he says it, but he says something about the boss that's I'm guessing he's not that powerful. Yeah, probably. <laughs> um, it's oh, it seems because, normal. Like, it's because he gets that like he gets there before them, and he sees like the boss carrying Trish down, and the boss is like Bucciarati, I know you're here. Says, Go like, home, Bruno Bucciarati. It's yeah, it's pretty menacing. It's good. Um. Anyway, I think um, you know, shit's gonna get wild because as they're talking, the credits start rolling during the episode. Yeah, like as soon as the credits start rolling, you get the fucking the other Avdol line where it's like. Bucciarati, you will die if you step out from behind that pillar. And he's immediately like, all right, stick your fingers! Yeah. And he just starts, like, punching the pillars. And, and he's like, oh, we should mention at some point, um, Bruno was above the the boss and dropped the fucking, uh, like, ladybug. The ladybug on down. his booty ass. So, um, uh, like, Giorno can track him. Mm-hmm. And then Bruno goes... You could never understand my true feelings and zips a fucking cell phone out of his head. It's the funniest fucking... But, the, like, that. this is what I wanted to talk about. Like, he unzips the cell phone... For, like, he unzips his cheek and a cell phone falls out. And you see that it's been on for, like, five minutes. So it's been recording, which explains... It explains the anime voice. He's been telling Jorno and everybody what's going on. Exactly. He's like, the plans have changed and I am going to assassinate the boss who has double-crossed me and Trish. Mm-hmm. And Jorno knows, because he's talking to him on his Nokia. Yeah. <laughs> and the zipper is so... It's, like, from one ear to another. Like, that's how he unzips Yeah, he does a head. funny joker to himself. Uh-huh. Um, Want to know I got this phone? So it falls out, and then um, Jorno's like, oh, because he has, like, Google Maps on his uh, laptop. And he's like, mister, he's behind the pillar. So, I mean, uh, Bruno. He, Bruno, he's behind the pillar. So Bruno just punches it with sticky fingers. He does sticky fingers a lot in this one and punches, mm-hmm. and it's good. 
Um, and meanwhile, the boss is just is just kind of like he's doing final boss voice, where he's just like, "Before I kill you, I'd like to ask you why. Mm-hmm. What were you um, thinking?" I don't remember because I I'm kind of st- like my mind's still just kind of ahead on what happens next. Yeah! So I don't know if you may respond to that. So, um, would you like to do your best and tell me what happens? Yeah, for sure. So, um, okay. yeah, so he's talking to Jorno and Jorno. Uh, so Jorno's like tracking them both perfectly and Sticky Fingers goes to attack where the boss is. And then Jorno says, wait, something is wrong. Mm-hmm. Bruno, you're there. Mm-hmm. And we see the punch of Bruno and, and Sticky Fingers, Zipperman. He, Bruno fades and he becomes the punched Bruno. Mm-hmm. Sort of a, a punching uh, yourself man. And then this glowing Benedict Cumberbatch looking stand shows up right behind him. And says, I've decided to show you as a potting gift. Mm-hmm. And it looks very cool. And this is where I realized that this this stand is Mista. It looks exactly like him. Mm-hmm. It's got the weird forehead thing. It's got the diamond motif. Um, so What stand, what stand is this? Uh, it's uh, Red Man. Uh, <laughs> it's Method Man and Red Man. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's the funny it's, stand of King Crimson. It's fucking King Crimson or Emperor here. Crimson if you'd want to say the wrong. No, one. King Crimson is here. This is like the, this is the only I didn't know anything about King Crimson other than it's a stand that somebody has and that it's hard to understand. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what Bruno just witnessed was him from the future, and uh, the boss explains you from a few seconds ago from the past witnessed yourself in the future. Mm-hmm. I believe uh, this is. I could be wrong because, re- like, remember the part five translation that a lot of people have wasn't that good, especially when you get a stand with an ability like this. Mm-hmm. Um, that's where I think I could. I could be wrong. I think this is another um, l- version of like gold experience makes people slow down. Yeah. Like, I think this was Aragi introducing it with something else, and then it becomes something else later. Okay. So I think that's where some of the confusion comes right. in. Right, because now he says, I erased time and left past it. Mm-hmm. Um, and you see, I, I thought I was the the big brain, where I was like, okay, well, Dio, he was the big bad, and he was about time, so this guy can, like, control space. But, mm-hmm. um, fucking, I don't know. So, if you, I'm not gonna... Yeah, like, you don't have to like I, spoil anything. I'm not, but because because he says that line, I erased time and left past it. Like, I'm I want to kind of set some groundwork for King Crimson. Yeah, so sure. If you don't want to hear this, like, skip forward two minutes. Okay. Um, but I think just because he says that, it's not just like it happens and then the episode ends. Yeah. Um, and he says like, "This is my King Crimson's ability." Basically, because it seems similar to Dio, but basically how I think it works. Is I, I've seen it explained two ways that makes sense to me. Um, is that he can work like he sees things as like a movie reel, like ah. like the physical reel, and can just like move it around. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. Or another analogy is that it's like playing a video game online when there's lag. Yeah. And then, save like, states. You do, you no, know, like you do your action and then like oh, you right, right, warp right. around, but then at the end of it when it catches up. Okay, I, yeah, I think yeah, it's yeah. like kind of like that. Gotcha. Yeah. So that's how I think of what King Crimson does. So okay, like, I this was also when I was trying to make sense of it. I was just kind of enjoying. So again, I don't understand King Crimson. I don't think anybody does. But I was, you know the you know the funny meme. 
So Are you aware I, of it? I, I wanted to. Is it? It just works. It just works is my favorite. I was in the comments laughing very hard at how like everybody was like, oh, does it? So can somebody explain that to me? And everybody in all caps everywhere was just saying it just works. Yeah, that's my favorite all time JoJo meme is someone says, how does King Crimson work? And then someone replies, it just works. Yeah, my my notes were like, is that a meme? Because it should be. It's very funny. It's it's really funny. (laughs) It's really funny. Basically, it's the ultimate whatever the plot says will happen will happen. Yeah. Stand, Which is, I yeah. just love, I loved thinking about, like, the, the big bads that I know so far. So, like, first, part one, vampire. Part two, ancient yeah. superhuman trio. Part three, time stopper. Number four, <laughs> there's a kitty and it can bo- blow a thing up. And then yeah. number five, it can do whatever it wants. Yeah, it can be- <laughs> It's just kind of like there's a dip in part four, but it's still somehow the best part. Yeah. So basically, it just works. Yeah. Um, just keep that in mind. Yeah. Anyway, King Crimson punches Bruno straight through the fucking Doesn't gut. look good. Not looking Does- good for old Bucciarati. Uh, and that's how the episode ends. And the so thing is, continue. it was like, so at the very end, it's another thing where it's like, oh, is Bruno going to make it out of this one? Because like, it's, it was really dramatic at the end of King Crimson's line where he's like, Bucciarati, your mission to act as Trisha's bodyguard has now come to an end. But for some reason, they didn't end it right there. They ended it with like Bruno making sounds from like the Grape Lady meme. Where he's just like, yeah. oh, 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 oh. Yeah. Still, uh, good, still good, but, you know. I mean, but he is, like, alone in the bottom of this church, so, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Doesn't look good. Not looking good for old Bruno. Anyway, next time, The Mystery of Emperor Crimson. Yeah. So. Um, hey, uh, what, uh, what is, uh, the boss's favorite Simon and Garfunkel album? I don't know, would you like to tell me? Yeah, uh, his favorite, so the boss's favorite Simon and Garfunkel album is Parsley Sage Rosemary. Well, that's... Because he, yeah. erases, he erases time. I, 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 I took, <laughs> the wheels of fate were turning in my head on that one. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Let's go. Let's go, fun point. <laughs> uh, so that's these episodes. Uh, let's get into questions. If you have a question, you can send it to us. Um, thank you, no one, for sa- sa- asking how King Crimson works. Yeah. Because it, it just does. It does. <laughs> Actually, remember when we were like, please stop uh, sending in ass that just say, Dio Obama? I, I want ass that say, how does King Crimson work? Because the name is <laughs> Yeah, funny. we could say the funny one. Yeah. Uh, yada yada boys at gmail.com or yada dash yada dash boys at tumblr.com. Um, first question this week. <laughs> comes in from Dr. Bulls Dandy, who asks, Finally, JoJo gives us all what we've been waiting for. A funny gay. Anyway, which stands should kiss? Hmm. Hmm. Well, Giorno and Gold Experience definitely kiss. Yeah. But that's not two stands. Yeah, if we're talking about stands who kiss their users, like, we know Killer Queen and Kira kiss, we know that. Um, Doesn't, um, Angelo kiss Aqua Necklace? I feel like he kisses Aqua Necklace. I feel like he kissed Aqua Necklace. I mean, it's cute. Um, oh, the hand that the hand and crazy diamond, like definitely. Yeah. Um. Nobody kisses. Uh. Uh. Hierophant green. Hmm. Yeah. I would like uh, for the Sex Pistols and Harvest to date. All of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'd be good. Um. Who else we got? Who's gonna kiss the Grateful Dead? I think Justice Purple should Haze. Ju- I, I would like to submit Justice also. Justice? <laughs> I forgot about Justice. The fucking King Halo Skull? Who's gonna... 
<laughs> can get the Halo bong skull. Yeah. Uh, and and the car. They're gonna kiss. Yeah. Nobody's gonna kiss Cheap Trick. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cheap Trick and um, fucking Nukasaku or whatever from Part Three. The guy who has like a lady on his. Oh back. shit! Yeah. They kiss. Now, um, what if Harvest dated Bad Company? There we. That's perfect. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. Okay. Lots of them. That's that's pretty much all the stands. It's pretty much all the stands. It'd be funny. It'd be like speed dating. Uh, next question comes in from Anonymous, who asked, King Crimson is the stand that I hate to see the most. Yeah? He doesn't need a second face on his face, especially such an ugly one. Did you notice the tiny little face? I, you know, I was going to say how much I liked uh, the King I Crimson really stand. like it. And then I saw the second head, and I'm kind of on the fa- I didn't wish it, it wasn't that. It's so funny because, like, the main King Crimson head, it's kind of, like, sick. And then you just see this little guy, like, <laughs> Yeah, he's got, like, this, the smooth, like, cheekbones of Killer Queen, and it's cool. Mm. But then he's got sort of a little man. Yeah, that lives on the top of his head. Yeah. If, uh, what are your rankings of the worst-to-look-at stands? I do not, uh, well, fuck Cheap Trick, we just talked about. Yeah. Um, I don't like High Priestess. Yeah, it was just a kind of like a big vor thing, huh? Didn't like High Priestess very much. Yeah. Um, what are let me let me see here. JoJo stands. Uh, so so I can really get uh like an image. Oh, hi, hi, friend Green. But you know that's easy. Yeah, Natch. Like, um, let's see. Scrolling down the list here. Emper- oh, Empress was bad. Empress bad to see. Uh, do we like the lovers? Do we like again? Um, don't like to look at it. Like what it did. Okay. Um, let's see. I mean, most we're getting to. I'm scrolling down. I'm at Diamond is Unbreakable. Most of these stands are like pretty sexy. Um, so, oh, Red oh. Hot Chili Pepper. Red Hot Chili Pepper. Um. Fuck. Oh, rat bug eaten. <laughs> now the funny the the rat machine. Uh huh. Um, Fuck! I want to look list- at hot stands again, but I have to pee again. Listed? Well, can can we get through the episode, or are you bursting at the seams? Give me uh, thirty seconds. Okay, I'll I'll just kind of go down this. Just list. talk about hot stands for a second. Okay, uh, I Pearl Jam is good, but I don't like to like look at it because it is kind of gross. Um, this uh. The page on jojo.fandom.com slash wiki list of stands. It lists Nijimura's father's stand as a stand ability. And I don't very much like to look at him. Um, but, so if, I don't know if that counts as a stand. Um, let's see. Little Feet? I don't know if I like Little Feet. Um, it's, I don't know, I guess it's kind of funny. Um, Baby face, don't really like that one that much. There are two stands that I really hate to see that show up later in this uh, this season. One more for how it looks and like what it does, and the second one is definitely just kind of its whole ability. So there's that. Um, I don't know. Most of the stands, I mean, they're mostly just like buff guys. I don't like to see echoes when it's like hatched out at the egg. That's kind of bad to me. Um, but yeah, most of the stands are... I really like looking at Superfly. Like, I see that transmission tower, and it's just it's just good to look at. Okay, um, sorry. I'm going to pl- I'm gonna plan my workouts around my podcast better so that I don't have to do this... this uh, uh, 
the shit. <laughs> I, I was just saying how one of the sexiest stands is Superfly. Yeah, kind of. It's very phallic. <laughs> uh huh. Uh, I went through the list. You didn't miss anything. Are you so? We're talking about uh, hot ones or bad ones? Bad ones. Okay. And alternatively, what would the best stand look like? Oh, just sort of. So I mean, it, I, I, okay. Here's my. If, I could, if I'm creating a stand, that's just Dio. Like, <laughs> right? Not even the world. It's just Dio who's it's there, and he's Dio. there to support you, and he says, "Good job." Yeah. Now my all right. So here's my ultimate uh, my ultimate stand idea. Mm-hmm. So it's um it's got like it's like a silver and gold motif, and mm-hmm. um it's it's not like a big a big man. It's sort of mm-hmm. like a little one, and it's mm-hmm. wearing a suit and it's got a little bow tie and it's got a hat that is only the the bottom part of it. And it can, it's a little boy, and its name is Heaven's Door. Yep. And, I was- <laughs> and, and you can write it in people like a book. Look at Heaven's Door, dude. <laughs> like, look at it. I love looking at it. It's and so it really, good. I was thinking about uh, stands while I was uh, uh, predisposed. And mm-hmm. I, they really did give Rohan the most bullshit stand, and then we kind of never see it again. Uh, yeah, thanks for that one, Araki. Uh, yeah. Remember, Rohan, the only, I don't know if it's the only one, but it's the weird inverse of what happens with, like, Giorno and uh, King Crimson, where the stand is originally less powerful and then gets more powerful. As right. Because remember, you used to have to look at an image of Dark Pink Boy to activate it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then it just kind of doesn't need that anymore. Yeah, and then so, its only weakness is Junkin. So, yeah. So it's the only stand that actually got stronger. Weird that it's Iraqi self-insert, but, you know, who am I to judge? Yeah, who's to say? Um, anyway, that's the episode. Yeah. Uh, if you like, you can join us on Fun Point. Next week, we are talking about our next Patreon suggestion, which is Joanna Newsom's Ease! Ease Pujarati! Um... So you can listen. That's the music one that we do. Yeah. So uh, we'll be back in two weeks here. Look for uh, next weekend, Patreon uh, subscribers. Look out for that Yes Man episode. All right. Coming out then. Have you, um, we, you we're kind of busy week. You probably didn't get a chance to watch it yet, huh? Yeah, didn't watch Yes Man. And we tried to get it out on the last day of the month, but February short, so cut me some slack, and I have Crohn's disease. So, yes. You know? know? <laughs> give, me, so give me a break there. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, we'll see it in two weeks here. And, uh, thank you, Jojo. Did you know that, uh, this is episode 63, which is, uh... More than P-Got? It's the... We've had, we have 63 P-Gots also, so so next time we do it, it's gonna be our biggest podcast. Our main podcast. Our biggest official podcast. The Yaddy Yaddy Boys community. Yeah. Uh, thank you for joining us over these almost 69 episodes. Yeah, we love it. Thanks. Uh, remember... Next one is always feeling sexually horny. Um, Semper Funny, the other one. Um, where your lasagna? I'm not, 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 I'm not,